Hey, you're listening to the Quarry Podcast. Get ready to be encouraged and uplifted with us today. Welcome to 2023. What a great year. Better than 2020. <laughs> we'll get real close with my speaking table. Hey, before we jump into the message, I just want to spend just a, just another moment. Uh, worship team, you guys did great. I love those songs, and I felt like the presence of God was was really in here while we're singing. But I just wanted to spend a, just a few more moments in His presence. I feel like I wanted to pray for a couple people, if that's if that would be okay with people tonight. So um, let's not just all right, worship's over. Switch that switch is off. No, let's leave that switch on. Let's just uh, let's just stay in His presence for a few minutes. Uh, Lord, we're excited to be in Your house tonight. We've, uh, we've, we've prepared and we've, we've um, been looking forward and anticipating to what you want to do tonight in our lives. This is not just another Wednesday night. This is not just another reason to get out of the house and not have to be with mom and dad tonight and our siblings. But it's another chance that we get to meet with you, another chance that we get to have our lives changed, another chance for impartations, another chance for deliverance, another chance to see your power at work. And that's what we're believing will happen as a result from tonight. And Lord, we just worship you right now. We've come to meet with you and you alone. We're here for your presence. We're here to change. We're here to be challenged. We're here to to become more like you. And we just worship you in this moment. We worship you in this moment. Yes, this time is for you. This time is all about you, yeah. Oh, we need your power. Yes, we need your presence. It changes us, it changes us. So move freely here tonight, Holy Spirit, move freely here tonight. You have our full permission, we invite you here, yeah. Whoa, I opened up my heart to you. I open up my heart to you now, so do what only you can. Jesus, have your way in me now. Come on, would you sing that with me? I open up my heart to you. I open up my heart to you now, so do what only you can. Yes, Lord, yes, Lord, and Jesus have your way in me now. I open up my heart to I open up my heart to you now, so do what only you can. 
Jesus, have your way in me now. I'd like to pray for anyone in here tonight uh, that feels like that you want to give up. I'm not necessarily talking about committing suicide. I, I don't really think it's that. I just think it's a you're tired in life and you've grown a little weary and you just feel like giving up. Maybe that's come out in your passions and maybe your lack of passion, maybe your motivation in life right now. Maybe with uh, remaining to live pure, maybe with your relationships, maybe in uh, your relationship with God. I feel like there's some people that in some way or another have either said or they've thought to, thought to themselves, I just feel like giving up. So I'd like to pray for you tonight. I'm not gonna do anything crazy. I just want you to come up here and I'll, I'll pray for you real quick. I'm gonna ask Judah to come help me with that, please. Judah, if you would join me. If there's anybody that feels like they wanna respond to that, come on up. Anybody else? Yeah, just go ahead and fill it up up here. We're gonna pray encouragement over you. We're gonna pray pray a change over you. We're gonna pray for that, uh, maybe that spirit of heaviness to be broken over you. We're thanking God that life is gonna flood them. Passions are gonna be reignited. Lord, they're gonna be stirred up for you. Lord, they're gonna be stirred up for you. Fresh wind in their sails tonight to push them forward with nothing holding them back and nothing hindering them. And I'm talking to the ones that are up here tonight. You're not alone. You're not alone. Just last month, I felt like this. Last month, I had a season where a whole lot of things didn't go right. But if you don't give in, if you push through, if you keep believing God, if you keep confessing life over your life, you will get to the other side and just know that this is just a season. And know that you walk in victory whether you feel like it or not. So I just wanna pray encouragement over you tonight. Judah's gonna to help me. So as I pray, Judah's gonna help me pray. So Lord, I just thank you for encouragement flooding these ones tonight. The spirit of heaviness, I command you to be broken over their lives right now in Jesus' name. You can't stay. We figured you out. We found you out. You can't stay. Lord, where people have felt like giving up, Lord, I thank you there's a fresh wind for them, for them now, right now, stirring inside of them. A fresh passion. The power of God is working in you in Jesus' name. Thank you, guys. You can be seated. Steve's just going to keep playing. You know, uh, God cares about people. And he doesn't want us to feel like that. Um, I've, I've felt that in my life. I even shared that recently. I felt, I felt like that recently. But uh, so what you do is you get a couple scriptures from the Bible. You know that book that, did you guys forget about that at all? Anybody? Remember, as Christians, that's like our, that's, a, that's like our book. Don't forget about your Bible. So I'm, I, what we just prayed about, I'm going to jump right into it. Um, I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time up here tonight. 
I have one scripture. One scripture. All the simple people like me were like, yes. All the ones that want 15, I'm sorry. But I'm going to preach on this one scripture. There's enough in it to, hey, you could make a whole sermon series out of it. I'm going to jump right into it. And if you can see past me on this screen, we're going to look at Galatians 6, 9, out of the Amplified. There's a whole lot of good translations of it, but Amplified says it right. Let us not grow weary or become discouraged at doing good. That's the challenge. That's the challenge. For at the proper time, we will reap. That's the promise. If you don't give in. And that's the struggle. <laughs> a lot of times it can feel like we want to give in. A lot of times it can feel like we just want to give up. Like not a lot of things are going my way. You know, what's the point of this? But there's a promise in it right there. If you don't grow weary or become discouraged in doing what you know is right and doing good and doing the right thing, at the proper time, you will reap. And I want to look at three different things tonight about what you could grow weary with, but I'm encouraging you to not grow weary with these things, okay? Number one, don't grow weary with, ready, everybody's favorite word, purity. Everybody's like, tell me more, tell me more. (laughs) Don't grow weary with purity. Man, y'all came to the right session tonight. He's like, man, you just prayed for people. We had a great time of worship. Are you going to hit me with that? I am. Purity. I, I'm, I'm not like, I'm not going to uh, segue into this. It's just start. We're, we're just going for it. All right. Uh, we're stepping on the gas. We're taking off. Um, you know, it's always the right time to live pure. Always. Um, married people. It's always the right time to live pure. Dating people. It's always the right time to live pure. Ones that are 11 years old in here today. It is always the right time to live pure. When I'm 60 and 65 and 80 and maybe even 95 or 100, it will still be the right time to live pure. Pure is not an old-fashioned word. Purity is not a, um, a word from the 1800s. I mean, it was, but I'm saying purity is not a word that uh, we should give up on or forget about. Um, it's not old fogey. It's not old-fashioned. It's not boomer-ish. It's, it's a good thing. And it is there for our benefit. So I want to talk about not growing weary with purity. Let's talk about, ready, pornography. You hear our pastor mention this a lot on Sundays now because uh, the struggle is real. And everybody in here that was truthful would say amen. Um, Don't, yeah, okay, thank you, everybody. Don't grow weary with your purity. Um, Pornography, TikTok, just a little glimpse here, just a little glimpse there. It is Everywhere. Everywhere you look, every, anything you want to listen to, anything you want to read, full access, anytime you want it. Um, TikTok, OMC, TikTok's not pornography, but it's a, a glimpse into what something could be. And then you, you keep scrolling, you see that one. That's why I'm not on TikTok. I'm like, I know what I don't need and I don't need that. And I watch TikToks if you send it to me. Emily sends me a lot. And I like it. Thank you. Um, and I send a few of you in here, and you'll tell me I'm not right for it sometimes. But um, <laughs> all, of this, all of this unlimited access to social media can make you grow weary with your purity. Amzie, it's hard to live pure. Don't you know it's all around us? It, they've been saying that for generations. 
Don't try to think, we have phones now. Everyone has a phone. Sure. And in 40 years, they're going to have it, quotations, worse than what we have it. It's always the same thing. Just recycle generation after generation and decade after decade. So you have no excuse to not live pure. It just means I got to try harder. It just means you got to do better. It just means you have to live more disciplined. You can do it if you want to do it. If you don't want to, if you want to live with a little sin and a little God, you can. Not a, not a very great life, though. There's a much better life for you. The life of purity is the best life that you could ever want. So I'm, I'm, I'm telling you tonight, stop getting glimpses, a little glimpse of this. Well, Amzie, she was, or, you know, he, he had shorts on, no shirt. He had nice abs, though. Or, or she had most of her clothes on, but stop getting glimpses. I'm calling, I'm calling the, the, you know, I'm calling the B. S on it. I'm calling it. I'm calling it on there. I know I know what people do. I'm calling it. Put that stuff away. Get rid of it. If it's tripping you up, cut it out. If it's tripping you up, put a stinking passcode on your phone and say, here, I don't ever want to be able to access this. You got that memorized? Okay, do I know what it is? I don't. It's because I want to be held accountable, because I want to change. I want to be better. I want to grow. I want to, I want God to use me more. I want to be able to operate in my calling. And everything that God's called me to do, I want to do that. But I, I, I can't do it as well if I'm falling to this. So don't grow weary with your purity. Right, right now is the best time to live pure. Right. Yep, that's right. yeah. And just continue on with it. Amzie, what if I fall? Get back up and keep on going. Amzie, well, what if I do great for a month and I fall again? Get back up and keep on going. Because you're going to do this your whole life with all kinds of instances, all kinds of topics, all kinds of things that could trip you up. Dr. Jacobs always says, stay with it. Stay with it. That's been like my theme for like a year. Stay with it. Don't, don't fall to those things. Like, well, God, I, get, I messed up, God. I, I'll see you next time I, I repent, I guess. No. And anytime you mess up, anytime you see something you shouldn't have seen, anytime you send that late night you up, text or snap. Um, I could go into much further detail. Um, anytime you do that and you know you messed up, instead of running and hiding yourself, Run to God. Wow. Repent right away. Yeah. Repent's a, a, an amazing word. It's not a bad word. No. It's not, it's not the, the preacher you see on the corner saying, repent or you're going to burn in hell. Not that. Right. Repent. Right. God, I repent. I'm, I'm headed this way, but I'm going to go this way because that way there's nothing but death this way. So I'm going to go back this way towards you. We just got to quit playing with this stuff. You got to come to a place in your life where you're just, hey, I'm done with this. Because the, what, the result of living a life this way is just death. Yeah. I don't necessarily mean like you're going to like dead, like six feet under. But death, death to your calling, death to, to dreams and to passions, death to, to really doing anything substantial in life. So, so when you make these mistakes, stop saying, God, I'll see you next month when I come to repent. You get No, no, say, God, I'm sorry. I really messed up. And I'm just going to worship you right now. And you sing a wonderful song like this. You might not have Steve in your bedroom with you at that moment. He might, if you throw him a 50. He might, yeah. <laughs> Morgan, <laughs> Pastor Morgan said, hopefully not. Um, they can get real awkward real quick. <laughs> Let's talk about this other thing along the lines of this. And really with everything I'm talking about. God is not mad at you. We think he is. Because our dad got mad at us, or our mom got mad at us, or our pastor. I'm not saying our pastor. I'm just saying your experience 
oh, they were mad at me, so that must be what God's like. God is not mad at you. Never has, never will be. Get over it. God is madly in love with you. And when he sees you hurt yourself, he's just like, please, 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 please come to me. Come to me. I'm your source. I'm your answer. I can help you fix all this. So remember this. When and if you make a mistake in your purity, run to him instead of running from him for six months until summer camp starts or until love is red happens to come around again. Run to God. So don't grow weary with your purity. All right, you ready for the next one? So I have, I have point one and two, and they both start with a P, but number three doesn't. I was going to try to get like creative, but I ran out of creative juices, I guess. So don't grow weary with people. Oof. <laughs> I, uh, I was telling our wonderful sound guy, William Weege Stumler, that um, the moment, <laughs> the moment I typed this in my iPad, don't grow weary with people, I said, ooh, that's good. I said, oh, oof. Well, I better text that person (laughs) that I've had a really negative attitude about for a while and given up on. And I did. I did. I I did. Look at me being an example. No, I I did. Uh, The moment I typed that, (laughs) I felt like the Holy Spirit's like, all right, big guy, uh, you're going to teach this to the youth. And yet, who have you grown weary with? I text that person right there. I said, I love you. I hope you're doing well. What's going on in life right now? And I needed to. It's some... It is someone in my life that has continually messed up over and over and over again. And I've tried with them and I've, I've chased them down and I've tried to help them. They've come to my house and they've cried with me and I've counseled with them and I've tried to talk through their issues. And the next thing I know, they're gone. They're gone for a year and then they're back in my life. And it's happened three or four times. And listen to this. You can't have boundaries. You can't have boundaries. Boundaries are healthy. But check your heart on how you view those people. So don't grow weary with people. <laughs> Um, keep pursuing that friend at school. Keep pursuing that friend. Keep loving them. Keep showing them the characteristics of Jesus. That's love. That's joy. That's peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness. Keep showing them Jesus. Let's ask ourselves this question. This is a really fun question to ask ourselves. What if Jesus gave up on people like I did? Oh, actually, it's not fun because um, the, the thing is, uh, we're all get slapped on that one. Yeah. What if Jesus gave up on people yeah. like I did? Uh, then we'd all be toast. <laughs> well, might as well find something else to do in life because we're in trouble. What if Jesus gave up on people like we do? You know, uh, Jesus pursued me my whole life. And he still is because he wants a relationship with me. But before I really knew him, I grew up in a Christian home my whole life. Um, I've been to the crazy church services. <laughs> I've been with the traveling ministers. I've done a whole lot of that stuff. And I didn't really have a relationship with, with Jesus. Um, I thought I did. My dad would say, have you been reading your Bible? Yes, I have, John 3, 16. <laughs> Take that. <laughs> and that was usually, you know, what have you been reading about? Um... I think God is love. Yeah, God is love. That's what I've been reading about. I, re- I just wasn't. I was just, you know, throwing something out there. But Jesus pursued me all that time. And he never gave up on me. And at 34, now in the church with a family and a business and kids and, a, and living a life that I only dreamt about. I'm so glad that he didn't give up on me. What if Jesus gave up on people like we do? He won't. He doesn't. 
It's just a question to ask yourself. But some of us give up on people so quickly. Oh, did you hear what she said about me? Oh, she didn't invite me to her stupid party to begin with. Oh, wait, she didn't invite me to her party? I'm done with her. Oh, well, he didn't uh, include me in this group text? Well, I'm done with him. We give up on people over the dumbest, pettiest, stupidest stuff I've ever seen in my life. And we hold grudges against people. For, for what? For what? Don't grow weary with people, because guess what? If you're on this planet, you will be with people the rest of your life. And if you're in this place called church, you will be with people the rest of your life. It doesn't matter where you go. You can't get away from people unless you move to an island in a cave or something. Then you could. I don't recommend it. You shouldn't isolate yourself. But don't grow weary uh, with people. This is what we should do with people. We should cover them when they make a mistake. We should stick up for them. We should speak well of them. Not point out what they did wrong, what they said wrong, when they didn't invite you, blah, blah, blah. Who cares? Get over it. Don't grow weary with people. Cover them. Love them. Make room for them to make mistakes because people are going to make mistakes. Better move on. Okay. (laughs) All right. Last point. Don't grow weary with building a relationship with Jesus. This is the, the, the single greatest thing you can do. Those other two things, fantastic, you're great. Yeah. Building a relationship with Jesus, everything else in your life will stem from that. Yeah. Everything else will flow out of that. It is the greatest thing you can do. Let's talk about, so how, how would you uh, build a relationship with Jesus? Um, reading your Bible. Yeah. I mentioned that at the beginning. Yeah. Anybody remember where your Bible is right now? Not, it's on my phone. No, like, like a real Bible, guys. Like, right. like I have like 25 of them um, on a bookshelf, but I have my one. You know, like, you got all the translations, but I got my one. I got my Jack Hayford, New Spirit-Filled Life Study Bible that Pastor Jordan got me 12 years ago when I first came here. It's still my favorite Bible. I guess it's because I learned to love that one, and I'm like, ah, there's nothing to compare now. No, I have other Bibles. I have a Passion and and a KJV that I really like, too. But reading your Bible, do you know where yours is? It's on my phone. It's got like 600 translations. Um, do you know where your real Bible is? The one that you would actually read? Not the one that everybody's, oh, I got it on my phone right here. Awesome, when's the last time you clicked on it? Like, I'm not, I'm not trying to be a jerk tonight. I'm not trying to call anybody out. I just want us to get to a place where we're just done messing around in life. And you can do it. Yes, you can do it at 11 and you can do it at 18. You can be done with that stuff now. You know what just makes me like, Super happy, and I'm, I'm being serious. I've been kind of uh, sarcastic tonight. So it makes me super happy. Happy is when I hear Bruce, Evan, Cook, um, and, and the Gedney boys talking about their shred that they're on. It's where you read the Bible. How quick? In 30 days. How many days? Lord, I repent. <laughs> there's, no, man, I tell you, if there's anything that encourages me and gets me excited, it's when I hear guys talking about that. Yeah. To know that you guys are getting this right, right now, yeah. versus, well, I'm 25, I better start living for God, like a whole lot of us did, like I did. <laughs> um, you're in a place where you get to hear the word of God. You're, you're in a place where you get challenged by people who really love you. I didn't always have that. I have it now, and, I, and, I, and, I'm, and I'm moving with God, and it's great. It's a great life. But you have that at age 11 through 18 right now. 
And when I hear of somebody shredding, <laughs> reading their Bible in 30 days, I'm thinking like, what kind of people are these? They're either crazy or they love God. So which is it? No. Um, I'm impressed by you guys. JC, did, you, you started that with them too. Awesome. Um, hey, thanks for doing that. Bruce, thanks for running through that with them. I appreciate you doing that. Uh, you're a great example as a leader, and uh, that means a lot to me. Um, if you're not doing that, it's okay. I didn't read the Bible in 30 days. No, no I, I didn't do it. Um, I don't know when I would have time to do that. I read my Bible every day, though. That's the point I want to make. Okay, building a relationship with Jesus. Don't grow weary in it. Um, read your Bible every day. Well, Angie, you know, like, I got, like, wake up in the morning, like, you know, get ready and, like, eat like a bagel and like, you know, just barely go out the door and comb my hair. Wake up 15 minutes earlier. <laughs> what time do you wake up from school? Oh, uh, I wake up like, uh, like 6.58. Uh, wake up just a little bit earlier. Wake up at 6.30. Wake up at 6.10. I wake up at 5.30 and I've been jumping in my Bible and it's been the best, most fruitful routine I've ever had in my life. I, when I lay down at night now, I don't think, oh gosh, sorry, God. I missed another day with you, like I have in the past. I lay down, and I have a, a checklist. It's not a, okay, God, I spent time with you, check. No, it's not that attitude. It's like, sweet, I did everything that I know I needed to do today. Yeah. I got up, and this kind of goes with what Pastor Jordan's talking about, his series with discipline, which has been fantastic, by the way. Life by Design is, I think, other than Revival Starts With Me, uh, his sermon series, Life by Design is hands down going to be my next favorite ever. Um, I don't remember where I was going with that. Uh, anyway, so, oh yeah. So waking up at 5.30, jumping in your Bible right away. You don't have to wake up at 5.30. But whatever time that you can fit some, some time to read your Bible. Amos, where do I start? Read one Proverbs. Read one. Uh, it's, it's December 1st. Read Proverbs 1. And then what are you dealing with in life right now? What do you need to hear from God about right now? Or maybe you have a friend at school, you're like, man, they're going through this. Maybe I could find some scripture. Take one scripture. You could spend five minutes doing this. You could spend 15. If you want to spend 30, awesome, go for it. But if, if there's people in here that aren't reading their Bible at all, one, it's an issue. Two, let's change it. No one's mad. God's not mad. I'm not mad. Are you mad? No. Um, let's change this. Jump in, read something from the book of wisdom, this Proverbs. Read that. That'll, that'll help you. There's so much in there. There's a lot in there that talks about purity. That'll help you. Um, and then take, take that topic. God, what are you speaking to me? Right? Oh, I feel overwhelmed. Cool. Let me find some scriptures on overwhelmed. Let me grab two scriptures right there. I'm, I'm going to screenshot those and put them on my phone. Save them as my background. Save them as my, as my screensaver. Put them in my camera roll so every time I click on it, I see those. And I can just quickly pull it up. I don't have to even go to the Bible. I can just quickly pull that up. I take screenshot or, uh, pictures of my Bible. Like, I'll be reading something. I'll actually point to it. I probably look like one of those, like, 45-year-old people that, like, does, like, the selfies on their Facebook profile <laughs> picture. Like, really stupid. Um, I'll just point to something to take a picture of it sometimes. and Because I, I need that. And I'll use that. And it helps me. Let's not be a generation that knows nothing about our Bibles. Because when it comes down to it, when you go through something and you will, the Word of God is the thing that's going to help you. You can get to a place that you're full of the Word of God so that really any situation that pops up, you're like, hold on, oh, I think I know, I know a scripture about that. I know how to take that and fight this thing with it. I encourage you, please get in your Bible. Don't ever grow weary with with building a relationship with Jesus. That's, I know we could talk about prayer and worship tonight and that's, that stuff is good and you need to do that just as much as you need to read your Bible. But I wanted to talk about that tonight. I felt like 
we're not doing a great job with it. Here's a, a quote that'll just bless you. Uh, an, unknown, an unknown author said, the Bible is meant to be bread for daily use, not cake for special occasions. And I feel like a lot of times that's us. Let's not do that. Let it, let it be daily bread to us. Well, we know you're eating that cereal in the morning and those Pop-Tarts. We know it. Let's not forget the thing that's actually going to help us. Yes, you need food. Please eat. But we need to, you need to feed the, the spiritual side of you, the spirit person that's inside of you. You need to feed that. And there, it won't get built up unless you put the word of God inside of you. So read your Bible like you've never read it before. Let Stir up a passion to read your Bible. Uh, uh, write down a, a goal on how, you want to, on, on how you want this to happen. And just do it every day. If you miss one day, do it when you get home from school. When, when you're on, if you're on lunch break, try to do it then. Do it when you come home and, and you usually watch like four hours of Netflix when you come home. Do it then. Spend just a little bit of time. And then you'll, what you, will happen is the more you do that, the more you're disciplined, you'll notice all of a sudden like, okay, I'm a little more disciplined now. Okay, now I have a little bit of a desire to do that. And then as that desire grows, next thing you know, you're going to be delighted to open up your Bible. I'm to the point now with, with reading my Bible, reading uh, any other book that I'm reading, right? I'm reading a book called Atomic Habits, reading that one, reading my Bible, and I read my Bible first. I, I notice myself waking up, like, ooh, let's just jump right into Atomic Habits because this is helping me. Uh, whoa, hit the brakes real quick. This is not the Bible. I'm going to start with the thing that really matters first. Um, some of you are like, oh, I've already got that figured out. Okay, I'm trying to learn this myself. So I'm jumping into the thing that's really going to help me. But I've noticed the things that I delight in now are jumping into my Bible, reading a book, and then working out first thing in the morning. And those things help me so much. But it wasn't always that way. I had to, to finally get disciplined and discipline myself. You're like, Ames, you're just doing that because it's New Year. No, I've been doing this before the New Year started. Thank you very much. Thank you. Everybody's just like, oh, dude, we're just a, you know, a couple weeks into the new year. That's the only reason. No, no, no. I've been doing this for a while. And I've seen fruit in my life as a result. And you will too. So get disciplined. And the more you get disciplined, you'll, you're, that'll turn into a desire. And then the desire turns into, I'm delighted to do this. To so then now, here's the thing. Here's the good thing. When you do it so much, then if you don't do it, you're like, ooh, something feels off. That's key right there. That's because you, you did it right. Now your body's like, I need this. Your spirit's like, I want this. So, don't grow weary with purity. Don't grow weary with people. People matter. Don't grow weary with building a relationship with Jesus. Don't give up on your word time. I know sometimes you might spend every morning a whole week or any time that you decide to read and you feel like, man, is anything happening? Am I really getting that much out of this? You don't live by how you feel. After you read your Bible, you don't live by how you feel. There's days where I've been like, dude, I am supercharged. I'm going to take over the world today. Other days it's like, well, well, that's just what it was. Well, um, I know what I read went into me and is going to help me, but I don't necessarily feel any different. Stop going off how you feel. When the feelings come along, don't run them off. When the feelings come to say, thank you, Lord, I'll take that as a bonus. (laughs) But just know. A lot of times, just doing the right thing, you're not going to get a whole lot of feelings from it. That's what runs people off. I'm not going to do it unless I feel it. It doesn't really feel good. I don't really feel like super excited about it. Do it because it's the right thing to do. You need the Word of God. You need it. You don't need another podcast. You don't need another book. You don't need your friend's advice, which you probably shouldn't take anyway. You need the Word of God in your life. 
you just need just a few scriptures. I know we use that a lot, like, you just need one. And that is good, and I'll preach that forever. But, like, let's, let's get to a place where we get that one, and then we get 15. Like, let's not spend the next four years saying, come on, guys, just pick, just pick one. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. No, let's take that one. That's great. And then let's, let's go crazy. Let's, hey, I know my whole Bible now. Okay, I don't know my whole Bible yet, but I'm, I'm working on it. So, you with me? Who feels like reading their Bible right now? We're going to have a two-hour Bible study led by Sam. Yes. And um, we're going to end it with him laying hands on and prophesying. So, <laughs> Go home. Find your Bible, probably somewhere on your nightstand or in your parents' closet, and uh, wipe the dust off of it. Say, hello, old friend. I remember you. And jump into it. Put it someplace that you're always going to remember it. Pastor talked about laying a book on your pillow. So when you lay down at night, you're like, oh, yo, what's up? Hey, good to see you again. And instead of laying down and going crazy on your phone, you put that on the charger. Turn it off. Maybe put it in a different room. Put it on the other side of the room so you can't just grab it. Grab your Bible instead and just read a little bit. How awesome would it be to start your day with God and end it with God? Pretty good idea. I think it will set you up for success for your whole life. I recommend it 10 out of 10. That's my review. Anybody think that we should read our Bibles now? <laughs> I can't stress it enough. I can't stress it enough. One day, you will have to give an account on why you are the way you are and why your life looks the way it looks. Start jumping in the Bible to figure out how to make your life the best that it can be. God has an awesome life prepared for all of us. And we won't know what that looks like or how to achieve it unless we get in our Bible. And It's the, it's the, it's the roadmap to life. <laughs> I, always, I think it's cheesy when people say it's the handbook to life. I mean, it is. It is. But, um, yeah. So I'm encouraged. I'm reading my Bible. And tell somebody about it. Tell your life group leader about it. You know what I would love? I would just love it. Oh, if I walked up to a group next time I'm at Corey and someone's like, yo, I was reading my Bible last night. Oh, my gosh. And they said anything, even if it was doctrinally incorrect. No, I'm kidding. I would just love it. That would be awesome if someone's like, dude, I, hey, I was reading this thing the other day and this book, and it said this. I'm like, I love you so much. This is amazing. Like, Instead of, oh, dude, I saw this meme, and I'm also about 10% more stupid now. Um, um, please read your Bible. Let's jump into it. Let's, let's talk about it. Let's make it so if you aren't reading your Bible, you're the weird one here. No, let's not do that to people. But I'm just saying, let's make it the norm. Not like, wow, you read your Bible? Like, wow, what kind of a person are you? Let's make it the norm. And I'm going to shut up now. So, <laughs> are you glad you came tonight? Are you... Uh, are you mad at me that I talked about purity? <laughs> Get over it. You'll need to hear it for the rest of your life. Chad, will we need to hear about purity the rest of our life? That's right. Chad, how old are you? You look great. He's 50, and purity is something that's still a big deal to him. And he guards himself. So, Justin, is purity a big deal? How old are you, Justin? Awesome, awesome. Sounds like it's a big deal. Don't get mad at me for talking about it. All right. <laughs> I'm going to close in prayer, and then uh, we're going to turn it over to Pastor Morgan. So, Lord, we're excited to be in your house tonight, Lord. We are not going to grow weary in doing what is right. We know that if we keep on going, if we pursue you, that we will reap. And that it will be an amazing thing for us, and it will be the best life for us. Lord, you want nothing but the best. We thank you for it, Lord. Lord, thank you for your word. We're excited to read it. We're stirred up with passion to read it. 
to get it in us so that we have answers for our friends, answers for our family, answers for ourselves. But we do it because we love you and we want to build a relationship with you. Well, we aren't going to grow weary and we're not going to give up. We've got a lot of work to do, Lord, with you. We have a lot of callings to walk out, a lot of things to talk to you about, a lot of dreams to pursue. We thank you that you're helping us with all of them. In Jesus' name, everybody said amen. Thanks for listening to this message. To learn more about what's happening at The Quarry, check us out on social media 